Live Creative Now, episode 134. Welcome to Live Creative Now with Melissa Dinwiddie, a weekly podcast to inspire you to create your art and share your work. Because that's how you will change the world. Hello, I am Melissa Dinwiddie, passion pluralite artist, happiness catalyst, and creativity instigator, and author of The Creative Sandbox Way, which you can find at an Amazon near you, here to address all your questions about living a full-color creative life. Whether you think of yourself as not artistic, not creative, which is a lie, or you think of yourself as an artist of any kind, or anything in between, no matter how you define yourself, feeding your creative hungers makes you feel more alive. It's how you change your life, and it's how you change the world, because that's how it works. Change your life, and the world changes. And I just had a birthday, so (laughs) my life changed. Actually, my life changed in a really big way. Because so many people donated to my birthday fundraiser. I did a birthday fundraiser over on Facebook. I know so many of us like to complain about Facebook because it sucks up so much time and so much energy. And there's so much, you know, seeing everybody else's highlight reels. There's so much to complain about about Facebook. And oh my God, you know, skewing the elections and crazy stuff going on with Facebook. And there's good stuff happening too. Facebook is now doing this thing where when it sees your birthday's coming up, it says, hey, you want to do a fundraiser for your birthday to raise money for a charitable cause that is important to you? And so I did. I did a birthday fundraiser for one of my favorite charities, which is Animals Asia. And as of this recording moment in time, the fundraiser, which right now, I'm recording on Tuesday, November 7th, there are 11 hours left. So by the time this publishes, the fundraiser will be over. But the fundraiser has raised over $1,000, $1,059. I'm so grateful and delighted and honored and thrilled that that's like the best birthday present ever that we together have raised over a thousand fifty dollars thousand fifty nine dollars as of this moment in time to save moon bears from lives of misery and give them sanctuary where they can live out the rest of their lives. And Animals Asia is doing more than just saving individual bears. They are really working to end the horrible, horrible practice of bear bile, quote unquote, farming. Such a cruel, awful, awful practice. Check them out, animalsasia.org, if you were not already aware of them. I love this charity so much. And we've raised so much money, so much more than I could possibly write a check for by myself. So thank you to everyone who donated. And everyone who donated 
gets a doodle dedicated to them. And I, you can watch my blog, watch my Instagram account, because I not only am I dedicating a doodle and every, every, pretty much every day, not necessarily every single day, but most days I make a doodle, dedicate it to one of my donors chronologically, according to what day they donated. And then if every donor, donor who sends me their address, I'm sending them the original through snail mail. So that that's like the best birthday ever. So anyway, that's what's been going on in my world. Today's episode, what I want to talk about, the the subject, the title of the episode is Forget FOMO, Try Como. So what's that all about? Well, you may have heard the term FOMO, which stands for fear of missing out, right? And FOMO is a product of living in a society of abundance, right? There's so many choices, so many amazing things going on. And because we carry around these devices with us that allow us to see at all times what all our friends are up to, you know, by looking at Facebook, right? It's easy to get caught up in FOMO. But where FOMO is the worst is when you go to a conference or an event where there's lots of really fun things going on. Not a boring work conference, but a really juicy, exciting one with a ton of workshops and panels and, you know, classes and things where every single one is something that you are just dying to attend. And you can't make up your mind because you don't want to choose. It's excruciating, the choice, and it's paralyzing. That is FOMO. And I was at just such a conference, the Creative Problem Solving Institute in Buffalo, New York, just this past June, when I met a new friend at the conference. Her name is Erica Marks, and she's the one who introduced me to the concept of Como. And she learned about Como at another conference that we both later attended. She went there for the, I don't know, second or third or fourth, or I don't know how many nth time. I went there for the first time, the Applied Improvisation Network conference. Como, that's where she learned it. I learned it from Erica, and I encountered it again. They talked about this concept of Como. Como has changed everything for me. And Como is the antidote to FOMO. So FOMO, again, as we know, is fear of missing out. Como is certainty of missing out. Certainty of missing out. I guess you it could be pronounced SOMO, <laughs> but you pronounce it Como. Because here's the thing, you are going to miss out on some things. It is inevitable. It is impossible at this juncture in time to attend multiple conference workshops in different rooms at the same time. Hermione Granger's ability to time travel is not possible in this space-time continuum. Alas, we don't have that ability. So embrace Como, certainty of missing out. Embrace the fact 
that you are going to miss out on lots of things that you would love to attend. Let them go. And let yourself be fully present for the things that you do get to attend. Because if you're lamenting the workshops or classes or panels or whatever that you're missing, you won't be enjoying the workshops or panels or classes or whatever that you're actually attending. And here's the other thing. Once you make a decision, your brain is so much happier and less anxious because our brains hate the state of being undecided. It creates such anxiety. It creates such a state of paralysis. I know you've been there. (laughs) Oh my God, our brains do not like being undecided. Now, of course, Como, certainty of missing out, applies well beyond the realm of conferences and workshops. Conferences and workshops or, you know, whatever conferences, camps provide really handy examples to talk about Como. But the real power of Como, certainty of missing out, is in day-to-day life, right? We can apply it in our day-to-day lives. And Como came into play in a very big way in my own life just over a week ago, just recently, when I woke up to two voicemails from my husband on Saturday morning, not just this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, my husband happened to be at a conference (laughs) in Austin, Texas. And he was so excited. My sweet husband, he was such an introvert. He was at a screenwriters conference. It was actually the Austin Film Festival. It was the screenwriters portion. And he was so excited to go to this conference. He's not a conference guy, uh, because he's such an introvert. But here he was at this conference, and he was having a great time. I'd been there for two days. It was a four day event. And I woke up, and there were two voice messages from him. And my husband is not a phone guy. He's a texting guy. So the fact that there were two voicemail messages from him, early in the morning on a Saturday, got my spidey senses tingling and not in a good way. And when he started off the first message by saying he didn't feel well and that the friend he was staying with had driven him to urgent care, hmm, as you can imagine, I was pretty freaked out. My husband going to urgent care, that means it's serious. Turns out he had appendicitis and about 90 minutes after I talked to him on the phone, he was in surgery, having his very enlarged appendix removed. He's fine. Just to let you know, he is recovering great and everything is fine. But back to two Saturdays ago, he was supposed to fly home from the conference that Monday. And I, was supposed to fly to North Carolina two days later on Wednesday to go to yet another conference. It's not really a conference. It's an event called Life is a Verb Camp, which is this amazing, wonderful event, highly recommended. 
But because of my husband's surgery, his return flight had to be postponed to Wednesday, which was the day that I was supposed to leave. Oh, and did I mention that that Sunday was my birthday? So I was going to spend the first half of that day, my birthday, at camp, and then the rest of my birthday in planes and airports. Not with my husband, which was not my preference, but I was going to be at camp. So what are you going to do? Anyway, all of this, my husband's emergency appendectomy left me with a choice. I could let my husband come home from emergency appendectomy surgery to an empty house. I could let him get himself home from the airport. And I could let him spend four days recuperating at home all alone while I went off to camp as planned, and I could spend most of my birthday in transit, which was the original plan. Or I could postpone my flight by a day, so I could pick my husband up at the airport late Wednesday, and then I could turn around and go back to the airport early, early, early the next morning for a a. 6am flight to camp, leaving my husband to recuperate at home all alone and spend most of my birthday in transit, which was my original plan. Or I could postpone my flight till Friday, which would allow me one full day at home with my recuperating husband. And then I would spend all day Friday in transit and I would get a day and a half of camp before spending the rest of my birthday in transit, which was my original plan. Or I could cancel my trip entirely, stay home with my recuperating husband, miss all of camp, but I get to spend my birthday with him. Whatever I decided, Como, right? Certainty of missing out. Certainty of missing out. Certainty of missing out on all of the wonderful connections and experiences of camp if I stayed home with my husband. Plus, I was one of only a small number of five-time campers, campers who had been to Life as a Verb camp every single time since the very first camp. And I would lose that status if I didn't go. Certainty of missing out if I didn't go to camp, right? If I stayed home with my husband, I'd miss out on camp. That was certain. And certainty of missing out on the time with my husband and being there with him while he recuperated and ah, much needed work time. I really didn't want to hop on a plane and downtime five days at home. If I decided to go to camp and time with like, I could spend my birthday with my husband I'd get to have birthday dinner with my parents and my husband if I decided to go. Certainty of missing out. Como, 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 como. It was a tough decision. There was no getting around it. But the concept of como helped a lot. Now, it's not that the decision itself magically got easier. But reminding myself that 
no matter what I chose, I was going to miss out on something. And to embrace that certainty, that really helped kind of to soften something for me so I could ease into the choice that I knew was right. And ultimately, that choice was to stay home with my husband. And honestly, (laughs) I have done way more than my personal limit of traveling this year. I know some people are born nomads, right? Not me. I'm really kind of a homebody. And I had just come back uh, a couple of weeks ago from my Lego Serious Play training in Canada. And I really didn't want to get on another plane. So it's kind of interesting that the universe threw this particular monkey wrench into the works right now. It's kind of funny how life works, isn't it? Anyway, thanks to Como, (laughs) instead of really resenting our bad luck that this happened right now, I was able to really enjoy all the photos and the messages that people were sharing over in the Life is a Verb Camp Facebook group with a full and open heart. I really missed being there, but I could really appreciate and enjoy. You know, I felt sad that I wasn't there, but I could enjoy all the photos and the messages that people were sharing instead of resenting them. While I, while being fully present with my husband because of the concept of Como, if that makes sense. And I was so profoundly grateful for those quote unquote extra five days that I got to have with them. It was like, it was kind of like finding a $20 bill in my pocket. Oh my gosh, I have five days that I didn't expect to have. And I got to spend my birthday with him. And I got to have a birthday dinner with my parents too, which was this unexpected silver lining from the surprise appendectomy. So all of this is to say, I hope the concept of Como, certainty of missing out, helps you as much as it has helped me. And next time you think, FOMO and start, you know, spiraling into the FOMO. Ah, I'm going to miss out. Ah. I hope that you will remember Como and that it will help you to let go of that fear of missing out and embrace, ah, yes, of course I'm going to miss out and be okay with that. And that brings us to this week's something cool which is a brand new podcast I just discovered called Unplaced. Unplaced is an audio drama that tells the story of a woman who wakes up one day to find that no one can see or hear her and everyone she knows is slowly forgetting about her. And if you like your podcasts with, this is from their uh, description, if you like your podcasts with a mix of introspection and urban fantasy, with a dash of supernatural horror, check it out. 
just three episodes have been um, dropped so far, and they're not very long. They're about 10 or 12 minutes each, long each. I'm really enjoying it. My only frustration with it is that there's only three, I and they the next one doesn't come out until next week, but I'm really, really enjoying it. And what's really fun is that the uh, producer, inventor, writer of the podcast is somebody who I actually know from online, somebody that I met years ago online, and we've lost touch. Her name is Michelle Nicolaisen. And so I'm excited to email her or track her down and um, let her know that I discovered her podcast. She's also a writer and she's written a series of novels that I'm excited to go check out because I'm really enjoying her writing for this podcast. So I'm excited to check out her novels. Check her out. I don't have her Instagram contact info off the top of uh, tip of my tongue, but I will leave the link to the podcast in the show notes, livecreativenow.com slash, this is episode 134, livecreativenow.com slash 134. So I'll leave all that info in the show notes so you can check it out. Check out Unplaced if you like audio dramas and let me know what you think. That's it. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're getting value out of this podcast, share it with a friend and take a moment if you would and hop on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. Those ratings and reviews are super important. It's not just for my ego. It's actually helpful for other people because when they go to search for a podcast, podcasts with more ratings and reviews pop up higher in the search results. So hop on over to iTunes, leave a rating and review. And if you need help with that, you can go to livecreativenow.com slash iTunes dash review. And I have a bunch of step-by-step instructions for you on how to leave a review on iTunes. That is it. Until next time, thanks again for joining me and go get creating. Subscribe at livecreativenow.com.